Wired access. Yeah. Wired access. We'll do it live! Do it live! Inside high school sports rosters look a little different than some other schools in the state. The females who play on the male-dominated team say they're just doing what they love. Reagan Ross wrestling teams at Westside High School. Athlete of the week this week is Omaha Westside sophomore wrestler Reagan Ross. And you're 26 and 0, pinned all 26 of your opponents. Time ever while making history. This sport means so much to me, and just like being able to win a state championship. Here are your medal winners for girls, 126 pounders. And your champion for girls at 126 pounds, Reagan Rossetter of Westside. Wired Access. We'll do it live! Welcome to the Wired Access Show, where we bring you closer to some athletes you might know, you might not know, but that's the opportunity to get to know. Today we have the first year of the sanctioned 2022 Girls Wrestling Championship for the 126 weight Reagan Rossiter. We have her head coach, who was coach of the year for girls, Bob Mulligan. We have a local Junior Titans representative, Brian Skogobo. Let's go. This is our opportunity to let people know a little bit more about a sport that is up and coming, especially in Nebraska. The girls wrestling situation in 2022. Well, let's take it back a little bit. When did you start wrestling? And where did you start that at? Do you know where you first wrestled at? Okay. Okay. The Iron Hawks out yeah. in Scud. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know a lot of kids that have went through that program. Now, was this a, a Reagan choice or was this a parent's choice back then? Okay. What made you decide to do wrestling? Um, I went to go watch my cousin wrestle, and that's when I wanted to do wrestling. Okay. So let's think of this. One of the things that I think wrestling does for anybody, guy, girl, anybody, is it not only teaches you many different aspects of life, but I think one that it could possibly teach you is the role of a confidence. So if I am a young female athlete, what do you think wrestling taught you in the word of confidence to be around other people? How does it feel just being around that and knowing how confident you can walk around because what you have done? Um, well, I know a lot of girls look up to you from my club. Um, I just say go out there with confidence and to be you. And well, and I'm glad that you said, you know, the people around your club. Obviously, Brian, you're a big influencer when it comes to club wrestling. What does an athlete with Reagan's caliper do to a program? And what do you think she brings best to the program? Well, I think Reagan's at the um, Nebraska Wrestling Academy could do wrestling. And they're the leaders in um, girl wrestling in the state of Nebraska, and I always have that. Uh, our coach, Tony Vanderpool, is uh, been instrumental um, bringing the sport into the limelight in Nebraska. Being the first champion in the first year that it was sanctioned, what did that mean to you this year? Um, well, I won state last year, so I knew I felt like, and so I got to defend my title, and I just went out there, and 
Now, being at a first time that it is considered sanctioned, was there any different feeling for you being last year you were a state champion, but it just wasn't that name of sanctioned? Um, well, there was a lot more people at the CHI than there was at York High School. So. What was the atmosphere? What did you feel about that? Um, I thought it was cool that they all supported the girls, and after I won, everybody cheered. Okay, Bob being her actual coach, seeing the difference between the 2021, like she said, in York, to 2022 in the CHI Center, and having her on her t- on your team, what does she do and bring to your table every day? Um, well, I think she's a great advocate for the sport. Um, so like she was saying how she has girls at her club that look up to her, but there's actually so much bigger than that. She has girls around the state that look up to her. Um we go to tournaments all the time, you know, and because of how new it is, we have to travel for every single tournament. Um, we drove, you know, an hour to two hours every weekend to go to, you know, West Point, Nebraska City, uh, Pierce, um, Winnebago, you know, just kind of all over just to go to these tournaments. And that was so she can get enough matches. Is that correct? Yeah, or? absolutely. Just because, you know, in the Metro, everybody, most teams in the Metro have girls, but they don't necessarily host tournaments. So, you know. Most of these smaller towns are hosting tournaments, so, you know, in order to get us these matches, we traveled. But I probably, at least once a weekend, maybe twice, we'd have girls come up to me, come up to her, um, and just say, you know, like, oh my god, you're Reagan. Oh my god. Like, I want to be like you. Um, And she tells me every weekend about, you know, people that she beat uh, that now follow her on Instagram or follow her on Twitter or, you know, are cheering her on or in her corner, that people that we have no idea who they are, but... They're like, I've never seen somebody like be excited that, you know, they made it to the second period against somebody because they're like, oh my God, Reagan didn't beat me in the first. So I'm, I'm excited. So when you hear something like that, Reagan, and obviously you share in the moment, does it make you realize what you're actually doing? Or are you still kind of in the moment trying to put it all together of what you influence and what you do positively to others? Um, well, I just, like, go out there and wrestle, and then, like, the next week, they follow me on Instagram, I'm like, um, okay. Like, I didn't, yeah, people look up to me and stuff, but I didn't know that I was, like, that person that they actually... See, and that's, that's what I love about something like this, is the fact of, you got two ways to be. You could be the one that is high and mighty and knows where you are. Or you can enjoy the limelight without knowing that it's the limelight, but your coaches and even people from other programs know what it brings. And that that's the story that I really love of the fact of a sport that 98% all the way up my life has been a male sport. But to see it grow to where it is and to see where it is going, what is your number one goal in life to take to take wrestling to? Um, well, I want to see more colleges get girls wrestling, and I want to see more girls coming out and trying the sport, because I tried it, and I was, like, the only girl at my club at first, and I just continued pushing myself, and it's gotten to where I am. Now, is there any opportunity in the college ranks? Who does college wrestling when it comes to females? Is there anybody out there that you guys have talked to or anything you know or avenues? Um, I mean... Locally, at least, you can look at York, Hastings, Shadron, um, all have girls' teams. Okay. Um, you know, obviously, Iowa Western, Iowa Central, two JUCOs that are really close to have it. Um, 
Iowa, and you saw, you know, University of Iowa just uh, got a girls team. They're recruiting their first girls team right now. Um, right now, most of it um, mainly are like NAI schools. Um, but I know, like with Reagan, uh, Ashley Flavin from Wife University, which they're the, one of the top girls NAI programs. Uh, they're right outside of Atlanta. Um, has been talking to me, you know, all the time since last year. Um, and Re- actually, Reagan gets to be, you know, when she goes to France in May. Uh, Ashley's actually going to be her, one of her coaches when she's there, so she you knows she gets not only a gets, little more one on one. Yeah, absolutely. And Ashley, like, already, obviously, already knows who she is, um, so it's kind of cool that like she gets to see her in action. Well, and I'm glad that you brought up France. Um, I don't know if you know, but 2024 is in just a couple years. You're about to turn 16. Is the Olympics anything you've thought of? Because obviously, going to international talent is something way different than local talent. Um, yeah, I ever since I was like seeing like girls wrestling in the Olympics, I always dreamed of being there, so I wanna go. But yeah. Now what is this France trip about? Is it something we can most definitely talk about? Obviously I believe we're trying to also do a fundraiser to help you get to France. What is the France trip about so people can know and, and maybe help out a little? Um, well, I got nominated by Rob Pilcher. He's helped a lot in girls wrestling. Um, and I got the 125 spot there. And um, we go to Chicago for a team camp in like May 12th. And then we go to uh, France and then we come and wrestle. And it's kind of like the Olympics where they like lock you down and you can't really like see anybody. You get like one day to like tour and stuff. Well, Coach Brian, here's a good question for you. When it comes to something like this opportunity that Reagan gets to do, you've been around male wrestling athletes. Have you heard of this opportunity or know of anyone personally that you have touched or that has been in a program that might have went somewhere else but was still one of your guys' yeah. wrestlers? I've known some guys growing up and stuff that have done some international wrestling or else their kids, like guys that wrestled in college and then their kids did it. Um, I know it's a great opportunity. It's something I was never at the level where I got asked to go overseas. Yeah, it's a great opportunity. Um, so, Bob, with her saying that she is obviously going to Paris as a coach, where, where do you sit with all this? And how does this change your next couple months? Because obviously you're also a baseball coach. Yeah, so she came to me, uh, what was probably like January-ish, um, telling me like, you know, I might have this opportunity. Um, and, you know, she was kind of like, do I really want to tra- travel to France? And I was like, yeah, like whatever we got to do, we're going to get you there. Like, I don't care. Like I'll work with your teachers to miss school. Like we'll work on, you know, getting your finals taken, like whatever we got to do, you know, we'll help fundraise, whatever we got to do, we got to get you there. Um, so, you know, we kind of, we waited for a while to kind of announce it to the public. Um, we wanted to let her get through her state tournament first because we didn't want any extra attention or maybe lose the focus off of what our goal was at hand. And our goal at that point was, you know, to go win the state title. Um, so then it was probably like a week after state is when we finally kind of reached out and were like, hey, you know, this is what's happening. This is the fundraiser that's happening. Um, and, you know, it doesn't change much for me because I obviously, I wasn't going to be able to go regardless. Um, you know, there's no chance. I just, I can't, I couldn't get away for two weeks to go to France. Um, I'd love to, but I can't. Um, but basically the whole time I've just been kind of telling her, you know, this opportunity doesn't, nope, not everybody gets it. You know, she's one of, I think three girls from Nebraska that get to go. Um, you know, 
this is just an opportunity that you, if we go five and zero, if we go zero and five, like just enjoy the moment. Like no one's gonna remember. Hey, remember when you lost every match in France? It's gonna be like, hey, when you wrestled in when, France. When you went to yeah. France is gonna be so. The like biggest. basically, the biggest thing is just enjoy the moment and go have fun. And, and when he says something like that, you know, life is so short and it goes so quick, especially in the high school time. What are some of the things that you have to do to prepare for some match like this to live in the moment, but also know that you're ready to do what you need to do? Um, well, after high school season, I've been, I took a week off of wrestling at practice, and, um, but I still lifted during that week. Um, but I've been going to the gym like every other night that I don't have practice. So I have practice um, four nights a week, and then I usually have tournaments on the weekend, so. Well, and, and, you know, let's open up a little bit right there. A, a week in the life of Reagan. Talk about the hours of dedication. Talk about the things you might miss. Maybe mention a little bit of what it takes to go to this level. What is it like a week preparing for a wrestling tournament like you do? Um, Including school. Don't forget that. Um, so I usually go to bed around 10 and then I wake up at like 6.30, go to school all day. And then, um, after school I usually go home and do my homework and then I'm straight to practice. And, and how long are your practices? Uh, like two hours. Now is it working on, now I don't understand wrestling as well as you guys do. And you guys talk a different language sometimes, but what are the different styles of wrestling? Um, there's folk style, freestyle, and Greco. So going over to Paris, you are doing which style? Freestyle. Which means what? What is the biggest difference of freestyle? Um, freestyle, you can just block your feet. So, if, a more elaborated part of it. Um, no, for, that's this is For people who kind of like, you know, who don't know a whole lot about wrestling, folk style is what you watch when you watch like high school or college wrestling, you know, very typical, you know, takedown. They got to get, they got to escape, you know, um, you know, stuff like that. And freestyle is more of what you watch in the Olympics, where it seems like it's more ha- uh, fast paced. Um, almost all the wrestling is done on your feet. Uh, there isn't much top bottom work. Um, so that's the biggest difference is just there isn't much work to be done on top bottom in freestyle. It's mo- almost all on your feet. Like if you're top bottom, you're trying to turn, turn and pin somebody. All right. And Brian, what about Greco? What is that about? Uh, Greco's crazy, and it's just all <laughs> upper body. You know, like you can't use your legs, you can't touch the other person's legs. It's all above the waist. Um, it's a lot of throws, um, stuff like that. So it's, it's kind of an exciting style to watch until sometimes when it gets to a higher level and you see two people that are both really good, it can seem to the untrained eye that's just people pushing each other around a lot. So when it comes to these different levels, like you obviously teach. The, the younger kids, junior titans. Is it different times of the years that you get to help with different styles, or is there one that you like to stick to? I'm, I'm a folk style guy all the way. I'm, I'm 52, so when I was growing up, it was pretty much folk style. Um, and then freestyle started getting introduced to um, kids when I was probably in like eighth grade or something, and we just didn't get into it. So freestyle's not my forte. I enjoy watching it. It's a very aggressive style. It's uh, it forces people to have action. Like you can't in folk style. There's opportunities for you to take a little rest, a little break, maybe stall and clam up a little bit, which I'm sure would frustrate somebody like Reagan sometimes when she's wrestling somebody she's superior. Um, but 
freestyle, really, you have to stay in the center of the mat. You have to be aggressive at all times. Even when you're ahead, you can't really take a timeout or things will happen to you. Uh, points can happen real fast. So it's, they've made a lot of rule changes lately, but I think it's more exciting right now to watch than it, than it ever has been. And how many styles have you wrestled in, Reagan? Um, I just wrestled both rounds. All the way growing up is the only two that you've ever done? Okay. What do you think was your biggest, was it, what was your biggest thing to overcome with the change to freestyle? And what do you think is the easiest thing was to go straight across the board between the two? Um, well, freestyle, I just didn't really know what to do. I thought you already had to roll people, but that's not really the case. You can just put in regular moves from both sides and you still get the same amount of points. Okay. And then what was the, what do you think was the, the hardest transition? Um, probably the hardest is locking your hands because you can't really lock hands during freestyle. So I thought I was always going to get in trouble by locking my hands during freestyle. Now, Bob, when you grew up, did you do what all did you do? Um, I did mainly folk style, but I did a little freestyle in Greco. Um, for me, it always helped I was a little chubbier. So, like, I always liked throwing people anyway. So, like, I wasn't much of a shooter. And if I got put on bottom, I was probably going to get rolled because I was really top-heavy. So, I didn't mind freestyling Greco because I'm like, ah, oh, I can just throw somebody get a bunch of points and we'll call it good. Um, but I also didn't, because I played three sports growing up, you know, I played football and baseball growing up. So, I, I wrestled during wrestling season, but, like, I never really did much all-season stuff because I didn't really have an all-season because you went from one to the yeah, next. That was, yeah, that was that way, you know, obviously, as you know, straight through high school is the same thing. I mean, I played three sports, so I never did much. Well, and speaking of that, what made you go on to want to coach the female side of wrestling and really take it by the horns and obviously win coach of the year this year? What, what brought that to your table and, and you wanted to grab it? Yeah. So, um, Prior to this, I was the freshman JV coach, so, you know, I just, and I'd help out with, you know, the varsity guys, but mainly I was just freshman JV, and last year, or I guess now two years ago, when Reagan was in the middle school, I knew who she was, obviously, I was like, oh, I know, you know, what we're getting a pretty good talent, you know, coming in, and so it just kind of worked out that I was the freshman JV coach, and she came in as a freshman, so I'm like, okay, so I'm now responsible for this, whatever, um, and so we were like, well, you know, let's look out. I know there's girls tournaments out there. Let me go and do some research and find out kind of what we can. And I think we got her into like five or six. Now, was she the only one as a freshman? Or yeah, she was the only one we had last year. Um, I've had, you know, the five or six years I've been there, I've had, you know, kind of one or two girls staggered in. Um, I've never really had one finish a full season, but we've always had, almost every year I've been there, we've had at least one come out. Um, but she was the first one that was like, all right, we got this. Let's go. So then we, you know, I knew that there was, because it was growing and, you know, it just missed by, you know, one vote a couple times to get sanctioned that, you know, there were these girls tournaments out there. So like I said, I think we got her into five or six last year um, and she was just rolling. Um, so then we knew that there was the, the NSWCA was hosting uh, a girls state tournament at York High School. So we're like, we got to get her, you know, we got to go. Um, so she was 12-1 and one going into that tournament. Um, her one loss was to a girl who actually wrestles at her club. Um, and then we came back in the state tournament and ended up beating that girl in the state finals. Um, 
So then when it got sanctioned in last March, uh, I kind of went to our varsity head coach and our AD and I was like, hey, you know, I've been doing this anyway. You know, I've already made the connections with these other girl coaches, you know, already have um, like last year was just me and Reagan on the road. So I'm like, you know, we already have that relationship built with Reagan. Just let me do this. Um, and so we had another girl coming in. I was a freshman this year, uh, Piper Zatica, whose older brother Ryan has been in our program. Um, so I've known her just from, you know, being around Ryan. So I was just like, I didn't know these girls, like, let me do it. And it was no brainer. I didn't even really have to have an interview. It was just, you got this. Well, and Reagan, what did it mean for Coach Mulligan to step up and want to take that role for you coming in as a freshman and then obviously taking it to the sophomore year? Um, well, I came in my freshman year. Not really, really, the coach journey again, really. Um, and then the, it got sanctioned and he texted me like that day and was like, Hey, I'm your coach. And I was like, Oh, but you already are. Like, I didn't really know that he was like the girl's coach. He goes, I'm your coach. And I'm like, Okay. So it didn't change in your mind. You were like, All right, let's, let's rock it. Brian, with the coming up of female wrestling, what does this change for a program like Junior Titans? Have you guys talked about it? Has it been something you guys have tried to push? Yeah, it is. And, um, here in the next couple of weeks, actually, we're going to have a night where we're inviting the uh, sisters of our wrestlers who have expressed interest this year but never actually came. We're going to have a, a night where we have practice, um, and I have a few girls coming over. Hopefully, um, one of Reagan's teammates, Addison Grasser. Is it Grasser or Grasser? I always, I always say Grasser. I like Addison um, used to be with Junior Titans, and she transferred over to Nebraska Wrestling Academy of Reagan. And she's going to, hopefully we're going to get her to come over and talk talk to these girls about what it's like. And we're going to run a, a mock practice where they can kind of get a feel for what, what we do in the practice and stuff. So we really hope we can, we had one girl at the state tournament this weekend that wrestled for us. She got hurt, unfortunately. Um, but you know, we have a couple of younger girls that are on the team too. But it's definitely something we want to grow. And also the play in South High School did not have a girls team this year. They had a couple girls that expressed interest at the beginning of the year, but then they ended up not going out. And to watch, you know, our kind of cross home rivals, the Monarchs had a pretty decent sized girls team. They had quite a few girls out for them, so. Now, do you think it's something, and you might know, so I know like in other, in other programs, uh, girls from multiple schools, from two schools, so like Papio, it would just be considered Papillion La Vista. They do it like in hockey. Um, like, there's not one team for Papillion. Yeah, like Bellevue. Um, yes. Bellevue East and Bellevue West are co-opt. Um, like, but co-op paperwork has to be turned in, you know, so long before the season. So I'm just assuming, you know, Papio, Papio South didn't. Uh, they probably just didn't know. Yeah, I or mean, maybe, you know, you know, maybe Papio South thought that they'd get their own team, and by the time they realized they didn't, I don't know. But hopefully, you know, I know that they had a girl last year. I don't know if she still goes there or not. Um, that competed at the NSWCA state tournament. Um but yeah, and oh yeah, she moved to Oklahoma. Okay, so yeah, um, but yeah, Papio, and I know probably like I said, tough for the Titans people that they were one of the better teams in the Metro this year. They were good, even in the state, they were a really good team. Reagan, what do you think you can do? Obviously, you belong to a club, but you're also a role model for the actual environment beyond the club, beyond the school. How do you think you can advocate? 
for a program like Brian's and for other wrestling programs out there. Has anybody talked to you, Bob, about her advocating for the program beyond just your high school? Um, so because of the stuff that, you know, her and Piper and Alicia, who's our third girl, um, have done, um, it's kind of in the works right now. There's nothing set in stone, but our uh, West Side Middle School team is planning on starting an all-girls team that'll compete in the fall. Um, so for the, I know because they've had, they had three or four girls on the team this year. And there was probably five or six other ones that like said that they would wrestle if they knew that there was a team. Yeah, or, or if they didn't have to wrestle boys. Um, you know, they're still kind of the I don't want to wrestle boys, which is I get it. Um, you know, especially because middle school probably can't do both, like um, or can't. Or do so that. I mean, they they can because boys wrestler wrestling, I guess right now, which is boys wrestling, um, runs in the winter. So I think they're trying to combat it, and they want to run it in the fall um, for people that want to do both. But also, like I said, they want to have an avenue to where girls who just want to wrestle against girls and want to at least give it a try have an opportunity to uh, compete. Um, so then even when they get to high school, you know, they have some sort of exposure to girls wrestling before they get there. So that's something we're kind of, me and the uh, athletic director at the middle school are kind of working on right now. Just get that set up. Reagan, is there any advocacy that you have been talked to about or possibly doing? Um, well, on Tuesday and Thursdays, I sometimes go to my club and help the little girls out, um, and help them show moves and just make sure they're doing them right. Um, on Friday nights at my club, we have girls practice, so I go in there and work out with other girls that are wanting to try the sport, so. Now, do you think this is something, to make it more broad, do you think it's something that programs... Like, obviously, when it comes to to male athletes, it's more of, like, a feeling of, like, poaching and stuff like that, okay? If you, like, go try to help another program or something, you know, that's kind of maybe frowned upon. But if you look on the female side and, like, a program like yourself, and the reason I bring this up is because this is kind of what I got into with, with uh, Busty before was how to bring the program to other programs without – feeling like you're pushing in, but you're also giving him a helping hand because you know and your program knows what his program doesn't know when it comes to females and how to kind of attract. Is this something that you think could happen in the Metro or do you guys think that it's something that is kind of overlooked? Oh, it's just the females. They'll figure it out. The, the girls will do what the girls do. Um, I think, I don't know if necessarily it's like it, it will be poaching, but I do know that youth, it's just a little harder Um you know, especially, you know, if you get a lot of girls who are competing at the same club as like a brother or a cousin or where a family member is or if a dad's coaching or mom's coaching or whatever. Um, but I know like for high school and especially like maybe the middle school age, like the biggest thing is just kind of support. Like girls who go to Reagan's club, even if we know that they're not coming to the West Side, I mean, I still think that I, I mean, we do a good job of supporting them and saying like, we hope you do really well. I cheer on her teammates for NWA probably just as hard as I cheer on for her. Uh, even See, I'm and that's what I love about the sport because I would sit next to you at State for a little bit, and we're not just cheering on West Side kids. We're cheering on Omaha South kids that we know family from that. We know Central kids that came up through the ranks. Like That is the one thing that I do love is, don't get me wrong, at the end of the day, you want your kid to win. You want the kid that you're rooting for to win. But the sport, you're still advocating for the sport every time that someone does lose that might be the person that you were rooting against. 
and you find a way to raise them up to understand of how important it is. A loss isn't a loss. What it, do you know what it is, Reagan? What's a loss? Exactly. And if a 15-year-old female that is not only confident in the fact that she is a state champion, that she's also going to France to go beyond here just tells you what a sport like that can do to anybody. And at no time did you probably go in this going, I know I'm going to be this or that. It all just is slowly coming together. And I like how humble you are. And I like how the coaches around you keep that probably, right? Yeah. They make sure that you're level-footed and understand that um, tomorrow it could be a big learning experience. What do you think was your biggest learning experience of 2022? Um, well, I came back from Colorado Springs um, last or on Sunday, actually. Um, I think I went seven and four or something like that. I wrestled 11 matches in a day. Um, I wrestled 16U, and then that night I wrestled juniors. And just going out there and showing them who I am in the nation, um, I mean, I lost some couple hard matches. Like, I got into one bad position, and... I lost the match, but I've been, I'm going to start working and knowing those bad positions that I'm going to work through and knowing how to get out of them. Okay. Now, Brian, what is one thing that you could provide to anybody that might listen on how to get involved in the youth side? Maybe some contacts, maybe how to get a hold of the program if they're looking, whether they're looking to sponsor whether they're looking to donate whether they're looking to be a part of it be a coach be bring their kids to it what is something that you could share for youth what is the ages it starts and how do they get a hold of you yeah so you know there's a lot of clubs i would suggest going to your local club you know i don't think you're going to be driving all around town um only to find out that maybe your kid doesn't like the sport and you're wasting 35 miles every night picking the practice um, go to your local club. You know, there's a lot of really good clubs in the Omaha area. Um, they all they all have people that go through to They all have coaches that know what they're doing. Um, get them involved. You know, we we start at age five at our club. There are some kids that are four. You know, um, I have kids that have wrestled and stuff. I don't. I personally, my personal belief is four is a little too young. Maybe it's because my kids are. Uh, well behaved. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I just let my six-year-old start this year, and uh, he wouldn't have he wouldn't have been good at, at age five to have in the room. You know, this year was kind of easy pushing it, but I think that's a good time. Get involved with your local local club. At least you know they they start out with there's a pre-K division, so it's kids that are six and under. Um, you wrestle your own age kids, so it's not like you throw a six-year-old and he's gonna wrestle a twelve-year-old kid. Um, another great thing about wrestling you know, in other sports, if you have kids that are smaller or bigger, they compete against kids their own size. You know, if they go into football and they're a little kid and, you know, they get into it too early and they're half the size of the other kid, sometimes it's not a great, a great experience for them. Where in wrestling, you get to compete against kids your same size. You know, it's kind of a, a neat thing. And some kids figure out, like, hey, I can compete. I'm just smaller than my peers or, you know, or I'm. I'm a lot bigger, you know, a lot of these clubs, we, we want those big kids out. They become great wrestlers in the upper weights for us, and they become better football players, you know, which the football coaches like, too, and they have big kids in the room and stuff, so it's a lot of fun. Well, I greatly appreciate you, Brian, for coming out and sharing the fact of, like you said, 
check out your local wrestling club. See if it is worth it for you and your child, male or female, and then go from there. Bob, as a coach, how do you handle talking food regimen and weight control? Um, so we don't really encourage them to cut much weight. Um, like Reagan didn't cut at all this year. She wrestled at what she walked around at. Like, I think she wrestled 126. Um, she weighed in at the state tournament, the CHI, like maybe 122, maybe. Um, and then Piper, you know, wrestled 165. She probably walked around at 160. Um, so we, at least that's just, and everybody's different, you know, and everybody's body's different. Um, we, I just try to tell you, do what you're comfortable. Like if you want to cut, um, we actually got a really cool, like, diet and workout program from uh, the University of Nebraska, Lincoln's, um, like, personal training that are specifically designed for wrestling and for cutting weight. Um, so if they do want to cut, we're like, hey, this is what we got. You know, this is how you do it. Um, you know, eat the right foods, drink plenty of water. Um, you know, the old, when I was growing up, and even when I was in high school, you know, cutting weight, you always wanted to get as small as you could get. Um, like, I played football. Um, probably about 190, 190. Yeah, way too, too small. small. Way too small to be a class A lineman. But yes. uh, I cut down to about 170 for, for wrestling. Um, you know, so I had two months to cut 25 pounds. And I was not always the most healthy doing it. Um, and looking back at it, I wish I just would have wrestled kind of what I, you know, maybe 180, 185, um, kind of what I walked around in. So now the more science is just lift and be strong and don't cut. Um, that's kind of the new wave i guess is the word for wrestling is just don't cut like i mean i'm not saying don't cut like you're naturally you're gonna lose five to seven pounds in a season anyway just because you especially if you're new to it because your body's not used to this like wrestling is yeah. not fun or easy um hence why not everybody does right, it and absolutely, that's okay right absolutely but no our biggest thing is just you know be comfortable um if you want to weigh 162 and wrestle 170 and just eat all day awesome you know if you want to if you weigh 150 and you want to get down to 145, like we'll teach you how to do it the right way. Um, and we're always telling people, like, make sure you're eating, make sure you're eating, make sure you're eating. Like, calories, you're calories, calories. Yeah, like, because your body, has, if you don't eat, your body can't burn anything. So. Well, and Reagan, we'll ask you from the athlete side. What does the eating regimen look for Reagan when it comes to not only the week of, but also talk about just the preseason, the after season? Yeah, how does it look for you? Um, so during preseason, before like high school season starts, um, I usually walk around like 128, 127. Um, so I usually have to cut like three pounds to get down to 126. Um, but during high school season, once I start working out every day after school, I'm always at like 122, 121. Um, so I just eat what I want during the day during for high school, and I'm like for. After high school is done, I've been 124, so I haven't gained that much weight since high school. I, I, I also want to put on record that Reagan is the first wrestler I've ever coached that I've had to yell at to eat and gain weight. I'm like, you're too small. If she had a dollar for every time I told her she was too small, she, which, like, for, you know, most 15-year-old girls, they're like, oh, my God, like, that's awesome. I love being Well, small. I guess for me, yeah. it's what made you choose the 126? Um... Knowing that you could be 128 and wrestle, what is the next one, 134? Well, 120, so 120, I mean, she could have gone anywhere from 120, 126, or 132 are kind of the three okay. the three weights that are close to there. 
So if you walk around sometimes 128, is the 126 your choice or something you just fall into? Well, I mean, I know that people cut down from like 135 to go to 120 or 132. So if I'm at 127, why not go down to 126 and wrestle the way I'm good at? Okay. And do you have any ambitions to change the weight throughout your high school career that you know of right now? Um, not right now. And how does this change in Paris, in France? Is there any different in the weight classes or? Um, I think I, I have to weigh 125.4. Okay, 125.4. Because it, it was weird. Kilograms, kilograms, yeah. yeah. All right, we'll get you out of here on this to give your message. What would you like everybody to know about you going to this experience with France? How can they help you out? And what's your ultimate goal? Um, well, you could go to my mom's Facebook page, Aaron Rassiter. Um, There's a link there. You can Venmo or donate on Facebook. And I would appreciate everybody donating. Um, but my ultimate goal for, for Paris is um, at least to win one match. So, yeah. I like that. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining me as I had Coach of the Year for the females, Bob Mulligan, 2022 Girls Wrestling Champion, 126-pound Reagan Sutter, and then, of course, the Junior Titans coach, Brian Skogobo. I greatly appreciate you guys sharing this story. Remember, this isn't just for the sports listener. This is for the parent that might be looking for those answers. So don't be afraid to reach out to others that have the knowledge that are willing to share. And I promise you, there are more that want to share than that don't want other people to experience the level of competition, the level of family, the level and atmosphere that these folks compete at. We'll see you next time.